I'm doing it. I'm doing the damn thing. If you've never heard of me before and this is your first introductory, I am Ayana. I am a single mom and a newcomer to Canada. I migrated from the beautiful twin island of Trinidad and Tobago and I'm one year and a few months in since the big move. So I've deliberated for a very long time on what would be the best way to start this podcast. Honestly guys, I really had intentions of having video content with me talking but let's be honest, the time and energy it would take for me to be able to do video content with this podcast, we'd be waiting here a very long time before you guys could hear an episode. So. We're going to do it this way. And I promise you, if you rock with me all the way, maybe season two, we will get some video content. I'm going to do that for you guys. But for now, you're just going to have to listen to my wonderful voice in the meantime. So I've deliberated for a long time and um, I was trying to figure out like what would be the best content. And I think not having video content is a good way for me to start because I'm able to just blab away, yab away and talk about the things that I feel will help someone on their journey or just share my stories. So I'm gonna go from the top. I'm gonna go from the beginning of this journey. In 2021, I decided, I think it was, um, I think I had just finished my masters uh, or was preparing to submit my dissertation at the time. And I took the girls to um, a vacation in Tobago, my twin island Tobago for like maybe like a couple of days at the break of the new year and while being there I think it was like six in the morning walking on the beach I think I made a conscious decision at that point in time that I really wanted something different for the girls and I we had just experienced a really series of traumatic things um, from my husband passing away in the presence of my kids Uh, moving on my whole life, dealing with a whole bunch of issues. Um, And so I think in some essence, I had done a year and something of therapy and work on myself. And I think work had gotten to the point where it was really stressful and then COVID rolled around. And sometimes I feel guilty for saying this, but I honestly felt like COVID happening was probably the best thing that happened to the girls and I. And by the girls and I, I think COVID was the best thing that happened for me. I feel like after my husband died in 2019, I was not at a place where I felt like I really wanted to deal with the issues that I was, that I had piling up between grief and all other things. And so I was really busy with stuff career wise, working in an environment that was extremely toxic. And so when 2021 rolled around and I made that decision, um, I think after spending so much time when we were on lockdown with the girls, I really realized that I really wanted to cherish or build a different type of life than the one that I actually had. Um, And so I decided to research and to move into Canada. I think it was maybe like five months after making that decision, internal decision, I may have either... January, February, March, April, May, May, let's let's say maybe seven months or eight months in, um, I landed here in Canada. And it was a rough landing between me losing my suitcases, which I'm going to have to give you guys in a story by itself. <laughs> but 
we landed eight months in after making that decision and to this date i know we're almost like two years in now i still believe it's been the best decision that i have single-handedly made for my girls and i it has not been the easiest road and we've definitely had a lot of ups and downs and hiccups but i truly believe that i made the right decision this is not to say that i have not had my moments <laughs> where i truly questioned if it was the right decision so i wanted to be really transparent with you guys about this because i want to share with you guys all well not all but some of the things i wish i knew before making this actual move right um or some of the things i figured i would have experienced on this move that i don't think anybody could necessarily could have prepared me for or maybe they could have if they shared it so i'm gonna share it um and so one of the top things was the fact that if you are making this move and you're coming from a lifestyle or a life back home <laughs> that is one that others wouldn't necessarily run away from i think you have to prepare for grieving that old life as much as i was ready for something new with the girls starting over is never easy i'll say that again starting over is never easy and so what i mean by this is what i mean by grieving your old life is that we were not struggling back home my girls and i were not we were not rich let me just put that out there we were not rich not anything close to being rich in trinidad but what i'm saying is that i had a solid stable job making good enough money living comfortably enough i was able to take my girls on vacations travel they were in one of the best schools um life was okay i was fine wasn't the best but it definitely was nowhere near to being the worst and so when i decided to move here with no job and this is just a side note i moved here as an international student i did not move here as a permanent resident or a citizen of canada i moved here as an international student and so what that means is that i'm actually a temporary resident the girls and i are temporary resident until i've finished studying and gone through the immigration process um to become a pr a permanent resident i'm still a temporary resident so at any moment immigration could be like go home anyhow so i moved here without a job but i knew i believed in my dream and i believed in my dream more than anybody could understand and i think if you have a dream it's your responsibility to believe in it more than anybody else because that's the thing that will propel you forward so back to grieving your old life when i landed here and things got a bit tough before things actually got tough i don't think i understood the severity of what starting over meant it meant i had to re-establish who i was on a personal level and then i had to re-establish myself on a professional level and so moving from what i would call like a really good position i was in um at a certain level being paid at a certain range to come and start over 
and have to budget differently because all funds go towards tuition and living off of your savings, paying rent. Mind you, the conversion rate is a killer. So where I'm from, six of our dollars, it's six to one. Six of our dollars is one Canadian. So savings is eaten up very quickly. But I'm saying this, that it was difficult and it's hard sometimes if you don't take the time to grieve that old life to grieve that comfort that you've had i don't think i would have had to grieve it as much as i did this time around had i landed as a permanent resident because certain certain opportunities would have been available to me immediately that was not the case and so if you're making this move there are going to be days where you really question if you made the right decision just based off of the sheer fact that you've moved yourself from a comfort level that may have taken you years to build in your home country and moved to another country in hopes of a dream but having to start all over and quote-unquote struggle i think more discussions need to be around that and how that can really help someone because i feel like if you don't take the time to really grieve that and understand that this is no longer part of my life this is no longer the life that i have and it's not the life that i had i need to focus more on the one that i'm about to create give yourself space and time and grace to grieve that old life so that you could really focus and appreciate the new one because what will happen is like me you spend a good amount of time questioning was this the right decision should i go back now <laughs> what did i do <laughs> and like am i crazy do i need more therapy did i make an impulsive decision and these things happen and they're usually triggered by fear and so it's never really a good feeling so one of the major things i think i've learned um after moving here was understanding that i needed to truly grieve the process of letting go of the old life that i had so that i could really focus on building the new one and appreciating the parts of the journey that is truly important right so that was one of the major things i've just been in some really uns like i had very uncertain emotions at a point in time like i really was at the point of do i go back and it when i think back it was just do i go back because it's comfortable it's not because it's necessarily better than where i am but it's because it's what i've known and because it was comfortable so i would say to anyone that you know take your first few months to kind of get yourself acquainted and to let the reality of the change sink in Sometimes I still have moments where I'm like, holy shit, did I really move here? Like, I cannot believe this. I am someone, I, there's a name for this. And if anyone knows what the name is, you guys could kind of tell me after. But there is a name for people who associate memories with scents. Like the smell of something. Um, I have distinct memories associated with scents. And so I do remember when I got my apartment here in Canada, that first smell, the really nice strong smell of a new apartment 
y'all know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know, I don't know what to tell you. My people from the Caribbean, if you're listening, when you go, quote unquote, America, and you come back and your suitcase smells different, it's kind of that feeling. It's kind of that scent. Some moments, I still get that. I go down to check my mail, and I get that initial scent, and I'm like, whoa, it's like a whole mind trip for me, right? Um, Yeah, so... I associate those memories with those scents. Um, but yeah, one of the major things, so we talked about the fact that I feel like it's important for you to spend time to grieve your process. I also think another thing that was really important for me to, I needed to do more of a reality check before moving so that when I do land, I could stay focused. Um, and so what that means for me is that I had just finished a master's. At the time to move to Canada, the only option or the only people they were allowing into the country were international students. I did not really necessarily come to study in Canada because I love to study in Canada. No, it was because this was the outlet to get me here. When I realized that this was the only way to move, I made the conscious decision there to not only come and study, but I should study something that I'd be very, very passionate about. Um, so when I decided to study, I was just like, I am going to change my entire career. <laughs> if I'm going to spend all of this money, I'm going to change my entire career. I'm going to go into a different um, field one that I have experience in, but never was able to fully dive into. And so that all sounds great on paper. (laughs) But what was happening internally was I had checked out of studying since before I finished my master's. I knew when I was done with our master's, I was never going to study again. Mind you, me studied my master's at the time there was no plan in here for me to move to canada there's nothing i had anywhere in my mind that i would have moved to canada so i was already checked out mentally when i was finished with that master's and then decided to move finding out that i had to study as much as the plan looked good on papers my mind was like girl no we ain't have it to give my brain was like i don't got it sis I am trying to get it and good luck. So subconsciously, I was like, I'm just gonna land and I'm just gonna like convert from student into PR, things will change. I wouldn't even have to finish school. That was the worst thing I could have done to myself because I struggled to focus in school. Um, and because also, so this is a twofold lesson this lesson was more is is more about being honest with myself with the reality of things and also being patient and understanding that nothing is a rush nothing needs to be rushed everything can take time everything will happen the way it's supposed to be as it's divinely designed and i needed to be patient And because I didn't have that patience and I was already mentally checked out and wasn't really honest or able to like connect with the reality of what my mind was telling me as opposed to what my plan was, um, 
I put myself in a really compromising predicament. I really experienced a mental block. There was nothing about that school that stuck with me when I first came here. I struggled because I was checked out mentally. It felt like going to school was keeping me back because I was not patient enough and because I was just ready to move on with my life. And what that also caused was the fact that I ended up being completely distracted and focusing and spending time on things that were not directly connected into me finishing my journey or me getting to the next stage of my journey, right? And I think I think it's one of the biggest lessons I had to learn. But it was one that didn't take me long to learn. And so I'm grateful for that, right? And so I had to take time and remove things that were not directly associated with me accomplishing that goal I really narrow in and figure out like where this mental block came from and how do I remove that block so that I could stay focused so that I could retain and move on the reality of things is moving as a single parent is very hard I am not going to lie to you guys I landed here being the sole breadwinner um, having to go to school it's a lot it is a lot and it has caused me a lot of challenges that I think had I been a little bit more realistic, I may have done some things differently. And that's another discussion. And I could get into it a bit when I say that. I mean, I feel like if I have to give other people advice who have kids and if you are a single parent coming up, um, I would say to, to you, if you can find a way for you to get here and study first, and then when you're finished, bring your kids up, by all means, please do that. <laughs> I mean, everybody's situation is different. But I'm just like, I had to deal with my emotions, my mental health, finances. And I also had to deal with two little individuals, emotions, mental health, and their financial requirements. And it's a lot because there is no support system. When I moved here, I did not move where I have family. So there was no family. It was just friends that I was about, that I made upon landing here. Um, And so, so much responsibility was on me all at once. I'm still figuring it out. And all those things played into how much I struggled to really focus on what was the main thing I was supposed to keep my eyes on, which was to stay focused in school and being able to retain the school and to get good grades so that they could move on stage after stage so it's those are really valuable lessons that I learned in my one year and a few months after moving one of them is to understand that you need to grieve that whole life um in the moment I accepted it and allowed myself to go through that process I feel I felt like I unlocked another stage and then I moved on to a higher level when I realized okay this is not okay I need to be realistic with what's going on and I need to understand that there is no rush I've always been able to do things in a shorter space of time but this journey is something different I needed to take it slow and I needed to take it steady and I needed to be focused any moment that I put the dominoes in the place that they needed to so that they may fall synchronously as they should I really unlocked another level so 
this is my first episode and if you've taken away anything from me today if you are trying to make this move to canada think about grieving your old life because when things get tough one your fear is going to kick in and you're going to want to make decisions that are fueled by fear um because you didn't take the time to accept that you know your old life is no more right so that was one of the things i think that is truly truly important um and then the other thing is not only just being honest with yourself but i think the reality of what needs to happen so that you don't allow yourself to be distracted so that you can stay the course so that you can be patient with yourself um and you could do this the best way that works for you we could get into the discussion a little bit more about moving as a single parent with kids and my thoughts and all of that but let's leave that for another episode so this is where i'm at these are some of the change the things that i wish i knew before moving to canada um that would have saved me a lot of heartache a lot of tears and a lot of questioning um yeah so thank you for listening to this episode and if you would like to hear more i am going to record however before we end i also wanted to do a segment where people could submit questions to me and i can answer them along the way so one of the questions i got um let me see if i can find it here somebody was asking me how do you stay motivated on your immigration journey so <laughs> i have a bunch of different answers and but i also have one answer it all depends on what stage of your life you're in which part in your life cycle you are at or which part of the immigration cycle you are at when i was going through the application stage um the excitement of my new life is what kept me motivated right um and i know it's different for everybody because if you are applying for the pr stream i know that's something that kind of <laughs> really is more stressful in terms of waiting um but when i did apply for my study permit one of the things that kept me motivated for my move was just dreaming about what the new life is going to be like or paying attention to things in my old life that I would want to either keep or do away differently with um so I had like a little book with notes and all my dreams I still have that notebook today with all my dreams and aspirations and things that I was going to do when I moved to Canada one of which is actually this podcast this was built in my apartment back home before I even moved during that process of waiting for um a response so I think if you are waiting to be in a move and you want to keep motivated on that i think dreaming has a lot the excitement of a new life and dreaming of what you want to be that is something that will keep you motivated right um i will tell you this that's one stage of the immigration journey the second stage of the immigration journey is when you land here how do you stay motivated in this journey I honestly feel that when you land and you are going through the process and if you are like me as an international student 
or a permanent resident or somebody who's landed on a work permit and now setting up, I think it's no longer motivation. I think discipline needs to step in. Um, and this is all tied into the things that I just discussed. I feel like now you have to make conscious decisions and now you have to make that decision every consistently towards that dream you had back home. So the discipline is honoring that dream that motivated it to be here. So I hope that answers because, um, yeah, it's a twofold, a twofold question. For those who don't know, I did not use an immigration consultant. I did my research. I went to the University of YouTube um, and did my whole process for immigration and applied for myself. And lo and behold, I was denied the first time. But because I spent so much time being motivated by my dreams, I reapplied within a week and was given approval within five days. So I overturned my decision on my own. Um, because of that high motivation that I have, I was determined that I was going to move here. So that is just my advice. It may work for everybody, may not work for everybody, may work for some, but I think motivation is big for preparing for the move. And when you do get here to keep you on track, it's discipline more than it is motivation. So, yeah. So if you guys would like to send in questions, it could be anything immigration related it could be about parenting it could be about radiation it could be about anything you guys want to talk about send those questions to explorehappodcast at gmail.com and i will cover them in my episodes and if you are really really new on here and you do not know where to start the immigration journey i suggest that you go on to canada.ca and do your research see the options that are given to you there there's so many people on so many different platforms that give information but also try and get a regulated immigration consultant if you are afraid of doing the research on your own do not pick someone you do not know always try to get someone who was referred to you by someone you know (laughs) okay and so that's it thanks for listening to my podcast